Hello, you guys, and welcome back to this week's episode of What's Stopping You with Kelsey Jones. I'm your host, Kelsey Jones, and what is up, you guys? Um, It is late at night tonight when I'm recording this intro, which is not usual for me, so I'm feeling a little bit frazzled, but that's okay. That's okay. We're making it through. Um, Usually at the beginning of these episodes, I like to kind of just chit chat and give y'all life updates, but I honestly don't have much to report on other than I am just blown away that it's almost the end of September and that it's basically fall at this point. Like that is crazy to me. I, I can confidently say that in Austin, Texas, it is not feeling like fall. There's a cold front that came in just like last weekend and it was really nice for two days and now it is back to being 95 every day so that's great but yeah I have honestly had the busiest week I'm so glad I recorded this episode pretty far in advance of launching it because there's no way I would have been able to put out an episode this week otherwise yeah work has just been absolutely crazy I think it's just been kind of that season of a lot of stuff going on and probably in a couple weeks it'll calm down and then it'll go back up again and y'all know how it is I'm sure but yeah in this week's episode I was so so blessed to have Maya from Gentler on the podcast Maya Fleming is incredible if you don't know about Gentler it's a practical self-care podcast she'll explain much more in depth in the episode what it's all about but it is actually one of the first podcasts I ever found and one of my favorites to this day it gives you awesome quick tips for just self-care in all aspects of your life whether that be physical self-care financial self-care mental self-care all of those things I think Maya is just so wise beyond her years and I'm so so glad that I got her on the podcast I I'm really ecstatic for this episode and I know that you guys can glean a lot of insights from it so so excited for that but right before we dive into this week's episode I did want to share that I will be taking a break from the podcast in the coming weeks. I will explain more next week about what that means. Um, it's going to be a whole episode within itself, but I I wanted to share within this episode because it is self-care r- related that I have just been feeling really, really overwhelmed by just having to put out content every week and I know every content creator regardless of what kind of content you create gets burnt out every once in a while and I think I'm going through that a little bit and yeah I just have not felt very passionate about what I'm doing recently and that's okay I mean that happens you go through you know cycles of being really passionate and excited about what you're doing and other times where you feel like you're barely scraping by and I feel like after doing this for eight months that I kind of just need to take a little break and a step back and I need to focus on some other things in my life there's just been so much going on that you know, needs to take priority at times. So I'll explain more in next week's episode. Don't worry, I'm not like disappearing off the face of the planet. I'm not going to end the podcast forever. I don't want this to scare y'all at all. And I know you guys who listen every week um, are going to miss it a little bit, but I am so appreciative for all of y'all and it has nothing to do with anything going wrong in my life. It's just that other things are taking priority right now and that's okay. So There will be an episode this week, obviously, you're listening to it, and one more next week where I will explain the whole situation and what the next couple months are going to look like for me 
and then I will be taking a short little break. And hopefully through that, I don't want to get too far into it, but hopefully through that, I will come out the other side with such a good direction for the podcast as a whole and some other exciting things that I'm not going to share right now. Um, you'll have to listen next week. So be sure to come back for that. But before I just keep spilling all my secrets that I didn't mean to share in this episode, and we're going to save for next week's episode, I'm going to go ahead and get into it. Hi, Maya. How are you today? I'm doing really well. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm so glad you're here on the podcast today. I've been a fan of your podcast for a really long time, actually, since way before I started my own podcast. So (laughs) I'm so, so grateful that you're here for this episode. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't you go ahead and just tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, and all about Gentler. Yeah, so I'm Maya Fleming, as you mentioned. Um, I am a recent grad of Georgetown University, um, and post-grad life kind of had me in a tizzy, to say the least. So (laughs) I really wanted a creative outlet, um, aside from my nine-to-five. Um, I was really blessed to like have a nine to five shortly after college and like a salary position and working full time, but found that that didn't really answer all the questions and fulfill all the needs I had um, creatively and emotionally and all that. So I really wanted to focus on self-care, like really hardcore and kind of reimagine the way that I thought about it. So I picked up my phone one day and just started talking and just kind of like letting some thoughts out. And it became the first episode of my podcast, Gentler. And I really try to focus on practical self-care. So things that you can really walk away with and know like step-by-step how to implement some of the concepts that I talk about on the show. So I'm really big into self-care, really big into financial wellness, because I think that plays a major part in my emotional well-being. And I'm sure a lot of people can say the same, but yeah, that's pretty much who I am. That's awesome. Yes. Gentler is one of my first podcasts I ever listened to, I will say, and one of my favorites. I love your episodes every week. You come out with two episodes a week, right? So most of the time is two. So I'm doing now where every week I have like a general self-care episode and then every other week I talk to a guest and and learn from their experiences Mm -hmm. a little bit, gentler chats. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, today's episode is all about self-care. That's why I brought Maya on. But I kind of wanted to talk about self-care in the sense of how self-care changes over time and in different seasons of your life, like what self-care looks like in college versus post-grad versus maybe when you one day have a family and just kind of talk about that evolution over time. And yeah, so I created this episode kind of from y'all's listener Q&A questions. So thank you guys for submitting all of those. And also just some general self-care foundational questions that I wanted to kind of get out of the way. So we'll go ahead and get started with Maya. What is self-care and why is it important? Yeah. So I like to think of self-care as any activity that you do that gets you closer to your ideal self. And I heard it um, or I read it on Pinterest the other day in a way that really resonated with me as well. And it said just anything that you do to make you feel like yourself. So when you're kind of in that stage of like, this is it, I'm killing it. Like, I feel like this is the direction I'm supposed to be in. Self-care is anything that kind of gets you to that point. And it's so important because we do so many acts and we make so many decisions, but I think what's really critical in all of those things is what emotional frame you're thinking from. Um, the mm-hmm. same act can have so many different meanings depending on how you're approaching it emotionally. And if we don't keep that primed, 
we're apt to make so many like wrong decisions or do so many things in the wrong way, it really just refocuses your intention and you always have to be checking in on that. It's kind of like your, your hardware, like making sure that it's all taken care of and primed. And there's so many ways to look at it. Um, it could be your emotional well-being, your physical well-being, your physical health, just anything. Um, self-care just encompasses all of that. That's awesome. Yeah. And I love what you said about it bringing you closer to your ideal self, because that's the whole point of this podcast is teaching people ways that other people or you can, or tips that you can practically bring into your life to become the best version of yourself. And I think self-care is a really, really important part of that. So I love that. So what does self-care mean to you specifically? So like you said, it's very different for each person. So for you, like what does self-care look like? Yeah, so for me, self-care is I'm in a stage right now where I have really big goals and they are really transformative. Um, I My 23 looked way different just in terms of like my life shifting completely. I graduated from college and I started something on my own and just started putting things together. So there's been a lot of transformations of self-care that's really been important to me is journaling so I can stay clear on my intentions and the direction that I want to go in. Um, like I said before, we make so many different decisions and I'm in a place where I'm making so many different ones. So I really want to be sure that I'm staying as closely aligned to my ideal self as possible. Um, with that, drinking water has been so key and <laughs> yes. critical. I really just like I forget to do it. And I think going to work every day before quarantine started, it was easier for me to be like, okay, I'm going to fill up my big water bottle before I leave out the door to go to work and I'll have it with me. But now being at home, it's like, oh, I'll get up and go get a glass of water whenever, you know, next time Mm -hmm. I get up, but then I don't get up and just keeping all of that. I also am really trying to focus more on my physical health. There's never been anything I need to worry about um, as far as like fitness and everything, but I really want to take that more so in control. And then, as I mentioned before, financial wellness is huge. With my bigger goals for this year, I really want to be equipped financially to take them all on. So making sure that I'm in control of my money, I'm on top of my budget, I'm making money in extra ways that feel aligned to me, that's a huge part of self-care. Yeah, and I'm curious about your journaling because I personally don't journal and I know a lot of people don't journal but wish they could. How do you do that like on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, so usually what I would do, um, I would just do stream of consciousness journaling for a while. So just write whatever was on my mind. Um, And then I have been doing lately making a list and I do gratitude list and that's fun and, you know, it's fine. But I find that really what moves me forward is I I make a whole separate list. I'm Christian. So I write like, what would God have me to Mm -hmm. do today? Um, Because I found like I was stressing about a lot of different things that were not my things to stress about, like finances and all that. Like I would be hit with surprise expenses. And I was like, I was totally prepared for my life normally, like, and my budget was good and all of that. And this just came out of nowhere. Um, And I had to like, remind myself that this is not my problem to stress about. Like, focus on the things you're supposed to be doing, focus on growing the podcast, focus on helping people. Um, And live your life as if you won't have any of that stuff to worry about, as if it's all taken care of, as if your goals are all guaranteed. You just have to do the work to get there. So I made this list of what would God have you to do if you really wanted to have this thing. And typically it's just simple stuff, like go answer your emails, (laughs) like go get a glass of water, just little things. I think we get so caught up in like, 
oh, you know, we have so much resistance. Yes. And I really just wanted to, you know, if I could erase all of that, what would I get done? Um, and it's just a good guiding light for me. I Sometimes not everything gets done and that's totally fine, but it keeps my intentions zeroed in. So I'm not focusing on things I should not be focusing on. Um, and then I've also been doing um, the, there's this account called the Holistic Psychologist and she has this future self journaling. And it's really cool, um, just ways to kind of, reprogram your mind against some like negative habits you might have. So she has a list of questions like your daily affirmation, um, three traits that your future self has, what kind of life your future self will have. And it's just been really useful. You do the same thing every day for like a month, I think is what she recommends. And it really just, it gets repetitive, but I think that's the point because you're constantly thinking yeah, like, it gets okay, I am erasing. Yeah, exactly. So it's been really cool. I found that through um, a gen and M video. She's a YouTube vlogger and she was talking about it. So I've been doing it lately and it's been really fun. Yeah, I think that's something that I've done, not on a daily basis, but something that's really helped me is just to envision like my ideal self. There's a podcast episode that I talk about on this podcast all the time that I tell everyone to go listen to. It's um, a Manifest with Tori D. Simone episode. Yeah. And I cannot remember what the episode is called, but I'm pretty sure it's the last one of 2019. And she basically just talks about envisioning like maybe yourself in five years or 10 years and what every single component of your life looks like, like what candle you're burning, what's your bedroom bedspread look like, where is your house, are you married, are you not married, are you in a relationship, all these things. And I know this is a little bit off topic, but I highly recommend everyone go listen to that episode. I'll say it for probably the thousandth time on this <laughs> podcast, but it's actually really, really helpful in not only figuring out what your best self is, but then how you can take care of yourself today to get to that point. So I think that's a really good point to bring up. And also going back to kind of financial self-care, I think that's something that people don't think about a lot. People don't think about finances as self-care or managing your finances as self-care. So I highly recommend all of my episodes about financial self-care. It has taught me so, so much, especially being 21 myself and still in college, but about to be post-grad and going to figure out, you know, my finances. I think if you're kind of in a similar boat to me, you should definitely go listen to those. Highly recommend. So one question that I got a lot from listeners was how do you manage self-care on a daily basis in a busy schedule? I know you work a job, obviously you have gentler. I work a job work on my podcast, still in school, we have very busy lives. So how do you manage self-care on a daily basis with that kind of schedule? Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me is staying very clear and making sure that my time is being utilized in the best way. So figuring out, I think I got this from a Tori DeSimone ep like episode as well, like her one thing um, method oh, yes. of like, yeah, yes. just, you know, what is something that I really want to accomplish in five years? And then just keep breaking it down. Like what's one thing I can do this year? And then what's one thing I can do this month and then this week and today? And I try to just stay really laser focused because time is not unlimited. Um, I try to keep a schedule um, and like a list of what I need to do because I just get sidetracked so easily. Like it, you'll notice like a theme for me is just keeping my time managed because I little things pop up and I'm just like totally focused on all of that. Um, so I try to make sure I have a schedule. And then I also talk all the time about making sure that you make time for self-care every day and get in the habit of doing mm -hmm. self-care every single day. I think we get in the habit of 
feeling like self-care is something that you do on special occasions or like we have self-care Sunday and that's when we do self-care, but we have to get in the habit of really taking care of ourselves daily, even if you just start for five minutes. So I'll make it a point to get up and go get a glass of water, not just to have water, but to also move around a little bit and separate myself from my work a little. Um, I also just, I'll, at the end of my to-do list, I'll put, you know, at the end of the day, what's my reward? I'm very reward driven. I'm like a kid. So I have to have something to look forward to. And that's usually my self-care. Um, and I've usually, I've gotten really into ending my days with baths. I just got a bathtub in my new apartment. So awesome. it's something I hated. I hated taking baths. The water was too hot. I didn't know what to do when I got in it. Like, okay, I'm bored now, but it's been a really great way to slow down um, and practice some mindfulness. So I just try to find ways, like after every task, take a break, go do something. Um, and I even keep a to-do list of fun things to do because I'm, I don't want to just sit around, you know, it's fine to sit around and scroll on Instagram and TikTok, but there's so many like other enriching things where I like to implement those things as well. So I try to just keep, keep my mind focused on, on those things as well. Yeah. I, (laughs) I actually do have a list of fun things to do in my phone. So I highly recommend you doing that. Even if it's just like lunch spots to go to with friends or like that ice cream shop that just opened up that you've always wanted to go to. A lot of mine are centered around food, but food is always fun for me. But yeah, I think that's something that has helped me with prioritizing self-care is just implementing it into kind of how I organize my day-to-day life in terms of my work and my school. I think you need to put self-care into your calendar just like you would put you know your meeting for work or you know your class for school so I always say that self-care is not going to be difficult if you make it a priority and I'm sure you can agree like it's not hard to find time to do things when they're priorities like Mm -hmm. it's not hard to find time to go to class when it's your number one priority so if self-care is one of your top priorities you will always find time for it and I know that we all live busy lives and we all have you know other things that might top the list over self-care but you have to come back to the thought that you are the most important person to yourself you are your number one priority so you can't show up for all the other things that you claim to be priorities if you're not first taking care of yourself so yeah I think it's really important to make self-care a day-to-day priority that you implement just like you would implement anything else in your life and I'll say for me self-care usually looks like having time in the morning before I like log into work to either work on passion projects of mine or work on, you know, the podcast or, you know, get my schoolwork out of the way. One of my biggest things that I consider self-care is being able to shut my laptops off at 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. and just not have anything to do for the rest of the night. Like just make dinner or hang out with friends or just do something really chill and low key. And for me, like doing homework at 10 o'clock is, at night is not ideal, uh, especially because sleep is another form of self-care, I would say. And I always try to get a good amount of sleep and I'm always early to go to bed. So that's like kind of how I implement self-care in my life is just by scheduling things in a certain way that like brings me peace as well as, you know, gets me closer towards my goals. You know, I'm still trying to put in that time to work on the podcast, work on school, work on work at my internship, but I, you know, prioritize my schedule in a way that works for me. So that's just kind of what self-care looks like. I mean, again, for 
in terms of like traditional self-care, one thing I love you talk about in your podcast is how self-care is not just bubble baths and face masks. And I totally agree. I'm not a face mask or a bubble bath person, but I mean, if that's what makes you happy, that's what makes you happy, but that doesn't make me happy. So I think it's important to recognize, yeah, that self-care looks different for everyone. And for Maya, self-care is having a budget and sticking to it. And for me, it's going to bed early and waking up and getting on my grind. So again, yeah, it looks different for everyone. And I think that's something that is important to recognize, especially with a busy schedule is that everyone will manage their schedule a different way and you just have to figure out what works for you. So would you say it's like really trial and error, like to find out like how to fit that in? Yeah, for sure. And I would also encourage people if you don't know, like for a while, I didn't know what brought me joy. I didn't know like what activities I really like doing. So I would say really like try things and movies have been so helpful. Um, just watching and seeing like I, I love the bold type and that's not movies, TV show, but movies and TV. I love watching it and I realized I felt really connected to some of the things I was seeing because it kind of aligned a little bit with my ideal life. So if you have no idea, like I grew up in Arkansas, I didn't know like (laughs) what it would be like to go to a cafe in the morning and enjoy a cup of coffee with friends or like go to happy hours. So seeing those things represented on screen sometimes kind of made me feel like, huh, I would like to try that. And then maybe you try it and you're like, this still isn't me. Like this nice bathtub and this Airbnb I just got still doesn't really make me feel like mm-hmm. my ideal self. It's all about just trying things and figuring out what what's working for you, what feels good and taking note of it. Like being able to mentally slow down a little bit so you can even notice if you like it. Um, you just have to, until you know, just try things. Yeah, so I guess this kind of goes to a question that I was going to ask later, but I'll go ahead and bring it up now because we kind of got into it. How do you know when self-care is working for you? Like, how are you supposed to feel? How do you know that you're you're doing it right, even though there's no right way, but how do you know that you found the right way for you? Yeah, so I'll speak from my own experience. Um, there have been times where I end the day and I'm exhausted and I'm just like, burnt out and all I want to do is go to sleep I don't want to like mm-hmm. wipe my makeup off or do anything to take care of myself and then bad. there are other days <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then there are other days where I mean I woke up with a full face of makeup on this morning I'll be totally honest like last night was one of those days <laughs> I but love there are times where I mean I hate I, that but I love that <laughs> yeah. there are times when I, I end the day and I'm exhausted but I feel so like empowered and I'm just like this was a great day. Even if nothing happened, Mm -hmm. I just really feel like, and I think, you know, it's kind of hard to put it in words, but you feel it and you're like, this is the life I've been looking for. Like, I feel like I have been waiting for this moment, even if you're not in the stage where you're necessarily like for you, for example, you know, like I'll speak for myself in college. I, there were so many days in college where I just was so ready to get to the next stage. I think my whole college mm-hmm. career, I was like, I'm ready to graduate. I'm so done with this. I feel just that. Because like, I, I've always been ready to like hit it, you know, I'm ready to get out mm-hmm. into the real world and work and all of that. But even in college, when I had good self-care days, I would be like, this is good. Like, this is like, I'm there. I'm, I'm reaching my goals. Like when you feel like you can think of your goals, no matter how big they are, but you still feel like I can do this. I think you're really tackling self-care in a great way. When you yeah. feel like- when it feels exhilarating and exciting, but not too overpowering and not too overwhelming, I think you're doing a great, that's a great indicator. I don't think there's ever like one mm-hmm. answer of like, you're doing it right. But I think emotionally and like in other ways you feel it and you know that 
you're in the right direction when you're when you're really just like I'm getting there it's happening for me I feel it I don't know what exactly is coming I don't know what this big thing is but like my goosebumps are here I can <laughs> I can feel it approaching and I'm it's all because of the work I've been putting into myself and I'm proud of myself yeah and the other thing that I will say is like self-care should like rejuvenate you for the other areas of your life so if you're able to do self-care in a certain way that makes you more prepared to do other things in your life or do the things that you also find to be priorities like school or work or whatever it is like that's when you know that you're you know taking care of yourself you know whenever you don't feel exhausted every day whenever you're excited to keep moving forward on other things in your life so that's just something I wanted to add Okay, so one big question that I want to address in this podcast is how has self-care changed over time for you? Because obviously self-care will look different in different seasons of your life, depending on you know what your priorities are. I think that's always a big indicator of how we do self-care is figuring out what your priorities are. But how has self-care changed for you over time? And maybe talk about what self-care looks like for you in college versus now being post-grad. Yeah, for sure. So self-care is something that we do all the time, even if we can't like put a name to it, even when we're little kids and we play with toys, like we do it because we enjoy it. Um, So in college, self-care was really kind of, I would say very surface level for me, mainly because I didn't really, like I wasn't very intentional about self-care at that point, but self-care might look like ordering Uber Eats and um, seeing like hanging out with friends. And I think at that point, I was very much into the idea that self-care is an end of the week kind of deal for me. Like it's not anything I implement every day. Um, Self-care also was staying on top of my priorities. Um, So, you know, making sure I'm setting time aside for studying and for getting stuff done with my work schedule. And I didn't always stay as on top of it as I would have liked, but you know, I was, I was kind of just, it was about management more so. And now having graduated and I don't have any plans to go to grad school or anything like that. So self-care has really been about kind of flourishing into like the version of life I really want. I think oh, I before college, <laughs> before college, like, you know, I kept waiting for like the next stage. I'm like, oh, once I graduate, then I'll have this. And then once I get a full-time job I'll have this and there's really no next stage quote-unquote waiting for me at this point like the time is now to kind of create the thing that I want so like you mentioned before making sure I feel rejuvenated and making sure that I feel like really good about my goals and like excited and like not like you know making not feeling like I'm burnt out by them already so I do a lot of transitory self-care these days and that's really just kind of like your mainstream self-care kind of the the bubble baths and the face mask and getting time outside. I just, I really, like, I feel like I've, I've reached the destination now, like this is life. So I want to make sure I'm enjoying it. Um, and also, like I mentioned before, financial self-care is huge because like I said, I want to be able to flourish into this version that I, that I have. And my resources are in front of me. It's up to me to make them work in the way that I want them to. Um, you know, someday I would like to buy a house and someday I would like to have kids. So I really just want to get all my ducks in a row financially to be able to handle all of those goals. So before so, it was more so about like management. And now I'm just really trying to design the life that I want step by step. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I think a great example of this too is like in high school, if you think about you go to high school every morning and you got to wake up early and on the weekends you live for sleeping until 11 or noon. Mm -hmm. And that's just like what makes you happy. It makes you feel good. It makes you feel ready to 
go back to school for the next week. And I think that's a great example of how in high school, that was a great way to kind of have self-care because you're getting your sleep in, you're, you know, feeling good. And then now in college, like I don't sleep in at all. Sleeping in is like unheard of for me, but it's not because I'm punishing myself. It's because I have so many passions and so many goals that I'm working towards that I cannot wait to wake up in the morning and get to work on them. So I think it's just like depends on your mindset over time and what, again, what is important to you. So yeah, maybe in high school or in college, you might find sleeping in and, you know, bubble baths to be like what makes you feel better. But then when you're thrown out into the real world, having a budget and like being on top of your shit and like in charge is like what makes you feel good. So that's a great example. And I think that I totally agree that it really does shift based on what you're looking to do in that next stage of your life. So would you you say that's kind of why self-care changes over time? Because, you know, we move on, we grow as people. What would you say about that? Yeah, so you definitely, and a major part of self-care for me is checking in and making sure I know what I'm headed towards and having a strong intention behind it. Um, So because of that, your wants and desires change, even when you're not talking about reaching a next stage. I changed majors in college and Mm -hmm. switched schools. So like you your intentions and all that shift. So it's really important to stay on top of that because as a result, your self-care practice will change over time. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely agree. Well, that is it for today's episode, Maya. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I hope all you guys learned so much about self-care. I learned so much from Maya's podcast. You guys, I cannot plug it enough. Please go listen. But Maya, why don't you go ahead and tell everyone where they can find you and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, so the Gentler Instagram account is at GentlerPod. Um, the website is www.begentler.com, and we have blog posts if you prefer to read some of the information in the episodes, um, or you know if you want to read our financial self-care guide and things like mm-hmm. that. My personal Instagram is Maya N. Fleming, and I share some Gentler behind-the-scenes stuff and a lot of like side hustle career information. I'm really into that. Um, so yeah, all of those places work. That's awesome. Well, thanks again so much for being on the podcast. I will make sure to have all your links in the description of this episode. But yeah, that, that's it. Thank you so much. All right, you guys, that is it for today's episode. I hope y'all enjoyed it. And I really, really want to take another chance to say thank you to Maya for being on this podcast. You guys, she was the first podcast I think I really ever listened to back in 2019, I would say, like the beginning of 2019. And it is so surreal that she's finally on my podcast. It was awesome. And I was so, so blessed to be on her podcast as well. I think it'll be coming out later this week after this episode launches. So I'll be sure on Instagram to share that with you guys when it comes out. Very excited for it. We had an awesome conversation on her podcast. And yeah, y'all should definitely go listen. Go give her some love. Check out all of her socials her blog, all of it. She creates awesome content. But yeah, be sure to also come back for next week's episode to get the inside scoop on what's been going on in my life and kind of the future of the podcast. I feel like next week's episode will be really cool for y'all to just get kind of an inside look on what my life has looked like recently and what my future is and just I don't know, you'll really get to know me in next week's episode, I'm sure. So 
y'all should definitely come back and listen to it. It'll be my last episode in September and also my last episode for just a little while, not too long, just a little while so that I can kind of get a grasp on all the other things that I'm doing in my life that are taking priority right now and I'll explain more obviously in the episode but yes if you don't want to miss out on any fresh content be sure to come back next Tuesday and listen to that episode but I'll see y'all in the next one bye